Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 17th. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm joined right now by Brad Crawford, National College Football Writer for 24-7 Sports. Brad, last time we spoke on the podcast, we were doing SEC Media Day reactions, trying to turn nothing into something. And now we're we're reacting to the AP Top 25. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, four weeks later, man. Here we are about three weeks away from week one of college football with a heck of a slate. So I'm really excited for the season to start, especially talking season being over. I know we're about to dive into the coaches and the AP preseason polls, but here we are, man. Yeah, I'll list out the top 10 just so I'm sure everyone listening to this already got a look at it on Monday, but just jog your memory. Alabama one. Oklahoma 2, Clemson 3, Ohio State 4, Georgia 5, and all of those teams got first place votes. Texas A&M 6th, Iowa State is 7th, Cincinnati 8th, Notre Dame 9th, North Carolina is 10th, and and the top team to receive votes was Oklahoma State. So Brad, we're going to do overrated, underrated. This is just totally our opinion. We could be absolutely wrong. By the end of the year, and I'm sure if you if we're sliding your fan base right now, you will uh, remind us of that. I'm going to kick us off. Overrated. I'm going Notre Dame. If you're ranked number ninth, that's a historically two-loss team. I'm looking at Notre Dame's schedule. I could see three losses. I could see four. And the quarterback being Jack Cohn. I don't know, Brad. 18 touchdowns is, is what he threw in 2019. Wisconsin went 10 and four in 2019 under Jack Cohn's guidance. So I get the argument that he can win you double-digit games, but that defense was incredible, and Jonathan Taylor was his running back. I'm a fan of what Brian Kelly's done in South Bend, but I think this year is a natural reset, and I think nine is probably too high just based on past reputation and a lack of a surefire other top 10 team. I think on paper trade, North Carolina is a better team than Notre Dame, and the Tar Heels are right behind the Irish. At number 10, I would have had no issue with voters flip-flopping those two teams, putting the Tar Heels at 9, Notre Dame at 10. I think for two reasons, Mac Brown's team is going to finish better than Brian Kelly's squad this season. It, you know, It's because the Tar Heels return an All-American caliber quarterback in Sam Howell. There, there's 10 starters back on defense. And I believe all top eight, top nine teams in the preseason should be potential playoff caliber squads. And like you mentioned, I just don't see the Irish fitting that profile this fall. I mean, losing a three-year starter in – and Ian Book, and I mean, replacing that level of production and leadership is easier said than done. Kyron Williams, very good running back. I think he's you know, a 1,200-yard type guy this season for Notre Dame, but the schedule is brutal. I think North Carolina's schedule fits the Tar Heels more of that, you know, 11-win type team. And like I said, I just think that if they were flip-flopped, UNC at 9, Notre Dame at 10, that would have been a more accurate projection from voters. I have the pullout on my iPad. So you're moving North Carolina up. And stop me. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep moving them up. And I want you to stop me when we get to a team that they're not better than Brad. Eight is Cincinnati. Would you flip North Carolina there? I think I would. Cincinnati is overrated at number eight. And and I say this because I don't think the Bearcats can finish inside the top 10 this season based on that schedule. I mean, they're playing at Indiana early. They have an open week and then they go to Notre Dame on the roads. So that, that's, that's consecutive games, Trey, that they're not going to be better in terms of a roster then. And that's going to be a tremendous challenge for Luke Fickle's team. And then, you know, that there's UF's UCF in October as well. So as far as G5 teams, in, in my preseason bowl projections, I've got UCF or Coastal, you know, having a better shot at making the New Year's Six compared to Cincinnati just based on that schedule. So number eight, I would, I would not have Cincinnati there. 
seven at would you keep Iowa State there at seven? Not that we did, I'm, you know, have our notes on the cyclones. This is more about how yeah, much you like. Yeah, North I'm okay Carolina. with Iowa State at seven. Okay. I'm I'm okay with A and M at six. So you UNC, I would have them number eight on my ballot. Let me give you another underrated. LSU mm-hmm. at number sixteen. I think this is too far of a correction based on twenty twenty. Bo Pelini's gone, so we can remove that as an issue. This team clearly has the talent, Brad, to win a national title when you look at the recruiting rankings. The Miles Brennan injury is a big deal, but people inside that program, I get the sense that they preferred Max Johnson anyway. So, stud. Yeah. I mean, if you got a team that can that is capable of winning it all, and you're going to rank them 16, that's just a that that red light's going off. I I got to call that as underrated. Yeah, I mean LSU at 16 is vastly underrated. Perhaps the most underrated team in this entire preseason poll. To be honest, you know the loss of Miles Brennan, like you mentioned, it's important and shouldn't be ignored, but I mean, Max Johnson went on the road and beat the SEC East champ Florida Gators last season, played really well in the second half of that game. And I mean, here's LSU, Trey, a team bringing back 18 starters, top five roster in terms of talent based on our rankings. And I think too, that you're going to see a rejuvenated Tigers team. I mean, they've, you know, sort of got their feelings hurt a bit last year during that five and five sort of fall from grace. And I just think being outside of the top 15 the preseason is kind of a motivating factor a bit inside that locker room, something Coach O is going to use with his players, especially on defense. LSU and Florida Florida are always linked. Florida's yeah. 13th. How do you feel about that? I think Florida's a little bit overrated at 13. I'm, I'm not bailing on the Gators by any means. I respect Dan Mellon's offense and what he's able to do, but I just don't think they're a top 15 team right now. And at number 13, that's, that's where they sit, just outside the top 10. I mean, many of those playmakers from last season are gone. We know Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts and even Kadarius Tony, one of the more underrated players nationally. All them guys have been replaced, and Emory Jones takes over at quarterback. You know, Florida hosts Alabama early has to travel to LSU, and probably will be a double-digit underdog against Georgia in October. So, I mean, Florida right now to me feels like an eight-win team, and eight and four, Trey, is not worthy of a number 13 spot in the poll. Now, I'm glad you mentioned eight and four. That's what they finished last season, which was a dream year with all of those playmakers and that quarterback, and you yep. still finish eight and four. This is, I, I think it's extremely fair to say Florida's overrated at 13. I'm not saying don't put them in the top 25. I think when we did our individual ballots in the spring, I had them at 22. Like, so, so yeah, it, it's somewhere in between there. 22 might have been a little low, but if, if you're a Florida fan and you're angry at being overrated here, I mean, you went eight and four last year with one of the best teams you've had in, in, in years. So that's, that's my take there. And I'll soften that blow with this. Call me a Texas homer, but I'm saying that the Longhorns, Brad, at number 21 are overrated. I'm starting to get a little bit bearish on Steve Sarkeesian's first year, that schedule. If all the preseason reports were really great, I think eight and four would still be a win, nine and three for that schedule, which it's just really difficult. But the quarterback battle, it's getting kind of weird. It, the, it's getting a little bit divisive. I'm reading a lot of interesting mm-hmm. stuff from, from Horns 24-7's Chip Brown, doing a great job reporting on the situation, but I'm getting Sims Applewhite vibes with Casey Thompson, Hudson Card, in which some members of the team might want one guy, others might want the other guy. You know Sarkeesian is just begging for somebody to stand out in a scrimmage so that he can justify choosing one over the other. That did not happen on Saturday. If you got B. John Robinson, probably you're going to have a good defense. There's no receiver depth, and the offensive line, until proven otherwise, is not a good one. So, yeah, yeah, I just, I'm not feeling good about Texas at 21. I'd rather... I'd rather that spot and by 21, you know, 21 to 25 range is sort of a, an eight and four team. 
I'd rather that eight and four just, you know, uh, projection go to like a TCU if we're choosing Big 12 teams. I would currently feel better about TCU than Texas. You know, it's funny. I thought the Horns being number 19 in last week's coaches poll, Trey, was a little too high, but I, I think I'm okay at 21. It, it feels just about right to me, a program that's sort of hovering just outside of that top 20 range. You know, there's 10 to 15 teams who we can say that about this time of year. So, so 21, I'm okay with. But, but look, I mean, name recognition means everything this time of year in college football. I do think the Longhorns are just a tad overinflated a bit. A lot of preseason hype would start coming over. And, you know, arguably having the nation's top ball carrier leading the charge on offense and Bijan, like you mentioned. But, you know, the latest Vegas win total I think I saw a few days ago was seven and a half. So is is that really deserving of a top 20 ranking? Mm. Uh, probably not. So Texas at 21, I'm OK with. They were 19 last week in the coaches poll. That's that's a bit too high. But I mean, I think Texas finishes this season right on the number. You know, we're going to look at three or four games are going to be the difference in seven and five or eight and four for Sarkeesian. In year one, everybody's, I feel like sleeping on Arizona state because of the, the recruiting scandal. And you've got assistant coaches yeah. now on, on leave. I like them though. I've had a crush on the sun devils for a few years now. I like Jaden Daniels a lot. I don't know why more people aren't talking about him as a guy who could sneak into the first round. If he adds weight and has a good season. So if you're going to rank him 25, I'm going to jump on that. That's they're underrated to me, Brad. They, they, their defense has gotten better last year. Hardly counts. They played four games with the new offensive coordinator. They've, they've got skilled talent to break in. They brought in some transfers that are going to ha- have a big impact. I'm not going to sit here and you know tell you Arizona State's winning the Pac-12, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. So that's that's why I mean, I'm they, going them underrated too. They could easily be 7-0, Trey, heading into a Halloween game against Washington State. I mean, they have a very soft schedule the first few weeks of the season. I, I think at Utah is their toughest game during that first half. And as you mentioned, Jaden Daniels, former five-star, he's a – Really good player. I saw a recent quarterback ranking that had him outside of the top 25 nationally. So maybe we're we're underselling the Sun Devils a bit. But number 25, a lot of lot of spots to move up for Arizona State and Herm Edwards during the first few weeks of the season. So I like that pick. 25 at Arizona State. That's some solid value there. Brad, when before we came on, we shared our overrated, underrated. Did am I leaving anyone off for you that you want to discuss before we hop off? I think those are all solid picks. Okay. I, I would I would have Coastal Carolina a little bit higher. I mean, 20, 20 starters back, and they're going to be at least a 10-point favorite in just about every game. I mean, Coastal Carolina is a team that is probably going to be 12-0 and and no one's talking about them. So. Did you have Alabama one in your preseason poll? I, I did, um, yeah. but, but I am taking Alabama under 11.5. I do think they lose once during the regular season. Whether that comes at Florida or A&M kind of remains to be seen, but Bama's not going to run the table again. Yeah, I, I like the Oklahoma at two selection. I feel like it was time for the seniors to get a little love of, as a top two or three team because I think they very much are in 2021. Brad Crawford, we appreciate you joining us to talk about overrated and underrated teams on the AP Top 25. Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and tell us why you agree or disagree with the teams we went with. Our producer is Lance Glenn. My name is Trey Scott. Have a great Tuesday. We'll talk to you on Wednesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. 
As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus. 